Welcome to Scenes of Beauty, a platform that is here to empower you to embrace your most authentic self and celebrate your own version of beauty, whatever that might be. I'm Chloe and I'm making it my mission to help people find and live their truest selves. I'm so glad that today's guest agreed to join me on the show because she's everything that Scenes of Beauty is about. Elle McNamara is one of the most genuine and loveliest people I think I've ever met. She's a skincare influencer and represents authenticity to a T. She really owns her own, she makes bold decisions, she follows her gut in such an unapologetic way. In today's episode, we talk all things beauty, anxiety and depression, and she shares so many insights and tips that I think we can all be left feeling inspired by. Here's her version of beauty. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, so, um, hey, Al. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Good. Welcome to Scenes of Beauty. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, so Elle, for those who don't know, is um, a beauty blogger, influencer, um, and kind of really focuses and owns kind of minimal um, skincare. And so um, I wanted to invite you on really just to speak to the audience um, and share your story. Um, I think it's quite inspiring um, and I think you're doing some amazing stuff um, and your journey seems really cool. So um, yeah, I just wanted to chat about that. Oh, lovely. Thank you. <laughs> it's a nice do, you want... <laughs> um, do you want to give us an introduction about you? Yeah, um, I, I always find that like the hardest question, like mm-hmm. tell me about you, because it's like, oh, where do I start? Um, so, where did you start? Like where, where did Bambi Does oh, Beauty start? Uh, so it started uh when I was 26 so I'm 31 now and I just started doing it at home so it was kind of like a hobby um I I moved home I moved out of London I was in a bit of a sort of rut I'd I'd kind of exhausted every occupational option I had left um and I decided to just take some time out and just move home and and I it was when blogging was sort of picking up um like the kind of old blogging era and YouTube 
bit more um, hot and popping as well. So I was like, okay, I can, I could do this. And it just sort of, um, yeah, I kind of had a bit of a re, I re, I reset myself. And at that time, that's when I started um, doing this as a focus. I was, I wasn't really, I didn't have a full-time job. So that's how it started. That's cool. So were you, and it was always going to be beauty. Um, yeah, so I, I studied fashion, um, but I soon realized, in fact, by the end of the course, I realized I didn't want to work in fashion. Um, I found it very, very cutthroat, very competitive. And you know what? I haven't got, I haven't got the stamina for that. (laughs) There was a lot of free, people doing free internships and, um, you know, there were people really hustling and you can see the ones who've really, um, worked really hard and and made it there. But I, I just sort of went off it as time went on. Um, I still love fashion. I still love style, but as I got older, I kind of, um, my taste evolved more into beauty and that's where Bambi does beauty came from. Yeah, I think um, what you said there is quite interesting about being in fashion. And actually, I think when you're young, you know, a lot of us, I moved to London as well when I was 25 and with a dream of working in a beauty brand in a head office. And actually, it's not that it's not what you expect, because I think a lot of the time it is, but it does take a certain type of person. And I think it's okay to accept that it's not for you it took me a minute to be like this is actually not for me so how did you feel like because I know I've gone through feelings of am I failing like am I imposter Um, syndrome is is one because I was like I don't belong in this big office with these people but you were interested in fashion as well before and I worked in beauty so I worked in two big beauty brands um but yeah I just didn't enjoy being in that environment and just I didn't thrive in there and so it's that feeling of yeah I went through the emotions of failing or yeah what am I doing wrong did you feel anything like that um I clocked on to the fact that I didn't want to do it in my third year and you know what I didn't really feel at that time that it was a failure like a failure I felt more like this isn't my kind, like you said, it's like, it's not where I thrive. Like I felt like it was very, the girls who were succeeding were very, you know, the type, the type that were, you know, they'd take the extra curricular at school and be head girl and they'd be really, really hardworking. And um, a lot of the qualities I wish I had really, really, you know, went over and above and exhausted themselves and, uh, you know, it was a desperado environment. You had to be desperate. You know, people were going down to London Fashion Week and desperately trying to get, um, you know, backstage passes. I couldn't give a, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I just didn't, <laughs> by that point, I, I just, I'm not that person. And I guess that's why it led me to working for myself and um, on my own, on my own thing. Because, yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah, no count me out (laughs) no this is this is really refreshing to hear because I think sometimes we do put that pressure on ourselves to be in a certain situation and in a certain environment and it's actually okay to just kind of yeah follow your gut I think um and kind of block out that outside noise you actually put a quote on Instagram I've got it here um like it's okay to live a life that others don't understand and I love that like where where did that come from like have you always had this mindset 
Um, no, I, uh, well, I've always lived a life others didn't understand, but I've never really got accustomed to it and comfortable with it until maybe the last five years. But, um, yeah, it's kind of on reflection, I've kind of grown comfortable with it, but I've always throughout my twenties made, like, like I said, I made decisions that weren't of what the normal, what was expected of me. I did um, random jobs just to keep me going. Um, I worked as a Disney princess. I worked as a shop girl, but I don't drink. I did all these things that were just what was what was right for me in terms of I didn't want responsibility. I didn't want um, a full time job because I have well, I have anxiety and depression, not so bad these days, but I couldn't cope with a nine to five. So I was trying to make my life work. Um, and bring in money uh, whilst knowing myself and knowing what my capabilities were and I got a lot of you know funny questions or funny looks or you don't drink or you know you work as this or you got you got fired again like I have had a lot of uh, of funny looks aimed at my life and not always people you know judging they're just a bit like a bit taken aback with what I've done and and um, and now I'm actually doing all right I'm like oh thank god it's all right then you know yeah but how do you, yeah yeah but how do you deal with that in the moment when people are not picking but having opinions about the decisions that you're making I, it's really tough yeah I never I never really remember responding but I've had a lot of sort of I remember I lived with this guy he was a lovely guy but he was just like so what's your five-year plan and I just was like, <laughs> god Tell me now like I don't know like I I just I just wasn't that person and I was just trying to get through trying to get through with having mental health problems and um which obviously a lot of people have and I think we're getting to it I do think the climate's changing now where people are understanding that you don't have to follow the normal route in life yeah definitely um yeah yeah a hundred percent and I think I think it's also just believing in yourself and having that confidence to be like do you know what nobody has to understand this but there's something in my body that's telling me to just power on through do my thing and something good's gonna happen it's kind of yeah manifestation self-belief consciously yeah 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 that does does work as well self-belief like is massive I know it sounds a bit cliche but when I was being picked apart for what I was doing I didn't have much self-belief and I was kind of floundering a little bit but um as time went on I started to believe in myself a lot more and and in my decisions and uh you'd be you'd be surprised how that comes back to you like people if you start believing yourself people do yeah I think it's um the way you hold is not the right word but it's the way you approach things and think about things and activate things and act on things um I think that whole flip changes when you start to be a bit more confident in yourself if you so you haven't always had that self-belief did you put like rituals in place to have it or did you Um, no I've 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 always struggled with the whole ritual thing I'm not very good in routine I don't have like you know a morning routine an evening routine or or that is one thing I want to sort of get my mind better at in rituals and like sort of mindfulness and things like that. But no, I, I didn't put any rituals into place. I will say one thing, which is going to be really annoying and frustrating for people who are about 20. But as you get older, it just <laughs> seems to you seem to chill out, yeah. you seem to be more confident. It, it, age helps a lot. 
Yeah, I am um, in the podcast with um, Roxy Nafusi. Actually, we were talking about our 20s and she was saying that, you know, they just suck because they're really hard. Yeah. Um, you kind of have so much pressure on you, don't you, from uni, you've got to get a job, but you've got to get an amazing job. And do you move away or and then partners and boyfriends and dating and oh, it's all oh, it's icky and messy. It's bloody hard, it's isn't it? <laughs> and like no one tells you, it's all like six forms, all like everything's all kind of structured. And then you're like, uni, yeah, uni, like, yeah. and and to me, uni was like the end point. I didn't, I didn't even know there was life beyond <laughs> uni. And then all of a sudden, yeah. you're like, shit, like I've got to actually live a life, and and it all just goes yeah. terribly wrong for a very yeah. long time. And then you're like, oh, thank God that's over, and now I'm like where I want to be. Yeah, and I think that's um. I think that's, I think your 20s is probably all about experience, isn't it? It's experiencing yeah. travel and friendships and the kind of people you want to surround yourself with and learning a hell of a lot about yourself and like the kind of person you want to be with or the job you want to have. And it's, I think you get a bit ballsy, like I'm 30, so I'm similar age to you, but you get a bit ballsy in that I don't want this job. So I'm just oh, yeah. not going to do it. Like yeah. I don't have to put myself through this shit every day. To yes. Yeah. There's something liberating about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was my first word and it's still my favorite. I mean, that sounds <laughs> like nasty. Like, no, it's my favorite word, but yeah. yeah. Oh, there's something brilliant about saying no. <laughs> and you know what? Saying no to things um, that even you might want to do. I think yeah. is really important um, because you have to learn your capacity as well and what you've got time for, especially as you get more successful and your time is more limited. I've had to say no to things I actually wouldn't mind doing and it would actually be, be great uh, credibility. But you, and there's something lovely with that feeling of being able to say, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it all ties in, doesn't it, to the kind of self-belief and confidence thing as well. Um, Okay, so let's go back a little bit. So you have a bit of a platform. Um, how have you kind of built that? We talked a little bit about how that started, but how has, you know, it's growing and it's and it's great and it's lovely and it's inspirational. Um, and, you, you know, I'm sure it's coming with a lot of opportunity, but how, yeah, we talked about how it started, but how has it grown and how have you done that? Um, I would say, I mean, Instagram as a platform when I started was a lot more, um, what's the word? It it had a lot more going for it in terms of, uh, there was a lot more opportunities back. I know everyone bangs on about the algorithm, but the, the algorithm, <laughs> when I started, it was different. It was like, you could reach so many new people. So, you know, you do hashtags and then you'd, you'd get low, you do a post and you'd get a whole bulk of new followers. And also the great thing about Instagram is that, um, you're, you're visible for brands. So when I started, I was just blogging on my own kind of obscure website. Um, and then I was given advice to move over to Instagram and um, it was the best advice because that is where brands notice you, you know, uh, tags and things like that. So that is just sort of it amassed quite quickly. And at the start, it grew quite quickly because Instagram was a much more of a kind of a place where there was a lot more opportunity to kind of spike. Uh, now yeah. it's it's softened a bit. Instagram's a lot of a harder place um, unless you know the right people and, you know, have a best mate with two million followers or something like that. It's It's mm -hmm. tricky to to get that exposure these days but when I started it was um it was a free-for-all yeah yeah so I guess it's it's I think it's a lot about consistency isn't it and kind of just keeping yeah. at it um yeah. 
but yeah so talk to us about beauty so beauty is something I guess you've always been interested in and then you kind of did the fashion thing um so what what was it about beauty um it was kind of, I don't know what it was I think it, it, it kind of intertwined with my me getting a bit older because I think when you're young it's fashion I, I seem to hear this a lot that a lot of girls study fashion and then slowly become more interested in beauty and I think yeah. maybe it's because beauty is a little bit more intrinsic to who we are like how our actual selves so like with skincare it's like it's like our organ so it's like it is actually yeah. a part of us um I still love and, and and really am interested in fashion but there is something about beauty especially as you get older that you kind of want to take care of yourself a little bit better and yeah. that often starts with skincare yeah so is there a is there a kind of deeper meaning I mean I <laughs> I'm asking because I find it quite hard to articulate but like when I think about beauty it just makes me like smile I think there's so many possibilities with it um, yeah. and I've kind of looked back into like how it started and where it to where it's come from and I've been working in the industry for a little bit and so I know a bit about it but is there anything like that to you that's like Um, does it mean something more is it a form of expression or a yeah um a lot of people talk about how you know they'll do their skincare and it will calm them down and I, I get that and I do enjoy that sort of uh consistency of skincare is that you do it morning and night and it is something that but when for example if I'm ill I don't want to do a whole skincare routine so it's not that it brings me that much joy like in that sort of way you know I couldn't seven step skincare routine if I was like lying in bed or anything but um funny I did realize the importance of beauty the other I was in Dubai um last month and um it was actually with makeup and uh, it is mad how it can affect your psychological state. I was, we were, I was with my mum and we were about to go out for dinner and, you know, no reason to be anxious. Like, why, you know, I'm only like going to pizza or something. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just got this rush of anxiety. Um, sounds like a broken record now. An influencer has anxiety, you know, um, but <laughs> I, do, I do tend to get it, especially when I'm on holiday um and uh I was just like I didn't know if I wanted to go out and I I, and then I thought you know what pep pep yourself up like just go out come on you're on holiday you know yeah and I decided to put a bit of makeup on and I don't wear makeup every day it's not something I'm that bothered about but I thought you know what if you're going to go out you want to go out and not feel um sort of invisible like when you're anxious and you sometimes want to feel invisible like no one can see you and I thought yeah. right do the opposite but put a bit of fake tan on put a bit of bronzer on put a bit of highlighter on and you'll feel a bit more yeah like I I wouldn't mind if people looked at me kind of thing um it's a bit of a weird thing but it, it did work and I felt like I could like hold my head a bit higher and not feel so like cr- like you know crouching and want to be ignored and that was another moment recently where I was like wow it really does help your mind yeah yeah it definitely does and I think it's um it's also knowing your own boundaries is not the right word but it's knowing when those moments are being able to identify those moments and knowing when to put it on and what reason for and if it's not for yourself then I think you probably shouldn't be doing it um but yeah so talk about like anxiety and influence <laughs> 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 it's funny because when we were younger 
it wasn't a thing was it like oh, people it just wasn't. people weren't I mean they must have been anxious as hell yeah, yeah maybe but just never spoke about it so oh. I love the conversation of it and I don't think it's you know everyone experiences anxiety in some form I think but how what's your journey of that and how how do you deal with it Oh God. Well, um, like you said, it just, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't, it were, well, it was a thing for me, but it wasn't, it wasn't spoken about, yeah. about it. I mean, I was 13 when I first got it. So that was like 2003. And um, no. How did you kind of identify? A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend, but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Very embarrassing, eh? Um, so I was at school and I just, we moved up north. So I used to live in Surrey and uh, we moved up north and it was a bit of a change. Of, you know, when people have like major changes in their life and it doesn't, it doesn't sit, it didn't go well for me, but it didn't go well for me. And I started getting really nervous. Everything was a bit different in the school. It was a bit stricter. Like they didn't allow you to wear nail polish. And it were just little things. And I felt I didn't make friends easily at all. I was just like really just not. It was like one of the lowest points of my life. And um, all of a sudden I started getting physical things happening to me. Like I'd feel like I was going to swallow my tongue. Um, okay. I do weird things like... Um, like just like slightly OCD things uh that as a child you were a bit confused it never happened to me before I lived a Christy life back before that point um and I started like yeah just noticing things like physical it was physical things it was like pins and needles feeling a bit faint in class um and that's when I (laughs) and um obviously no one really understood what it was so yeah so what happened then I want to get to like coping mechanisms as well. Oh, okay. Um, so I was sent to a counsellor and uh, he was lovely, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it was lovely, but it, I don't know whether it really like got to the bottom of it. And then, um, and then I kind of found my way a bit naturally within school towards like, maybe I was like 15. I got much more happy. And then, and then it creeped back in at, uh, at uni, and that is when I uh, decided to go on uh, medication for it, which, by the way, has changed my life. Um, okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I've heard mixed reviews about medication, so if you want to talk about it, talk about it. If not, um, yeah, I mean, I'm on a really low dose. <laughs> I was started on a lot higher, but um, 
it was just getting to the point where I was debilitated. Like I couldn't, um, I didn't even enjoy being in a car. I felt nervous being in a car. And it was just like things like, you know, it's like your body starts telling you you're nervous when you don't need yeah. to be. It was just, it was, it was, it's, if anyone, everyone, not everyone has it, but if anyone has had it, they'll know how draining it is. It's like, oh, for God's sake, I really don't fancy yeah. feeling like this right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you can't just snap out of it. Yeah. It doesn't just, go does it it's not, not like, you know you, know you can do um, things the kardashians go i have th- such anxiety and it's like <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no you do not <laughs> <laughs> it's become a bit like no you don't you don't feel like you're gonna swap your tongue or the you know the room's gonna blow up or you know yeah, yeah. it's just things like you know it's become a bit more like colloquial people just use it as a as a, a like an adjective but yeah if anyone has yeah. had it they'll know it's like ruins every single day yeah so what how are you with it now like what what and how do you deal with it when you do like come up against feeling anxious I thought it had completely gone until I went away uh, the other last month for a holiday for the first time in a few years and I thought oh god what what's why is it creeping up again um um it's it's gone a lot through the medication but I would say in terms of um uh, how I cope with it now I um I have a lot of trouble with well not so much but with them um, flying I, I don't really enjoy the anticipation of before you get on a plane and I've kind of taught myself a few little uh little things and they really work um one being um when you're nervous uh your body uses the same like chemical or something as when you're nervous as when you're excited so if you tell yourself in your head I'm excited to get on this plane I can't wait for it to take off and I'm really excited that when I get there I'm going to do this and this your body will stop um, releasing cortisol which is a stress hormone and it'll start thinking that all that adrenaline is because you're excited and it's like you can trick yourself into feeling excitement over fear and I think that's a big one yeah that's right yeah that's really uh a really good insight and I think there's loads of different ways and I think you really have to kind of find your own way to to deal with it um but yeah no it's good thanks for talking about it because I think a lot of people do feel it and just don't know where to turn because like you said like it's become quite colloquial on online and when people do talk Mm. about it and so Mm. I guess if you do really suffer about it on my Instagram I I don't I don't really talk about it because I feel like it's such it's so talked about now that I just would feel I know I think it's more weird if you don't have anxiety now so um, yeah I mean I talk about it when I'm asked in a podcast or anything like that but yeah it's not something I really want to I kind of don't want it to become part of my identity do you see what I mean yeah and I think you know when when things do blow up on online or whatever they kind of become semi-diluted so then it's not as like you you just like anxiety oh she's anxious again like no 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 it's a thing I I think that's with a lot of subjects on um social media um yes I agree I think it's become almost like a cool club to be in to have anxiety and uh I don't want to be in any part of it <laughs> well, no. I have it, but I don't no. want to be part of the the culture of like you said I don't want to bang on about it so much that it becomes like oh she's just you know talking you know it becomes like diluted like yeah. you said yeah like having a social presence doesn't mean that you have to share and bear all you for you're still a person and you're still a human and you still experience day-to-day things that everybody else does right mm. um 
so yeah I completely agree but I do like on your socials that you are super duper light-hearted but you do share things <laughs> like that just are about creating your own space and just not fuck everyone else but just do your <laughs> own thing like yeah it's true though I think um you know we get into habits of even our own habits of things that we're not happy with cycles of I don't know are we going to the gym but why are we going to the gym or why are we doing certain things and I think having kind of you know people like you around it's really great to share your kind of positivity in that respect I'm amazing yeah. yeah I know what you mean that's why I started um I do this uh series on my Instagram called Bambi does life because yes. I know people were really enjoying when I slightly revealed uh, more about me and my experiences and my journey as opposed to just beauty. So, um, yeah. yeah, so that's what I kind of use as a way to kind of pepper my content with a little bit of who I actually really am. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, it's important. But I mean, your your platform's quite authentic and, and genuine anyway. But um, yeah, I think where we we're definitely coming into a more authentic space in beauty, which is, um, yeah, really great. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, in terms of, of your platform and your content, um, you show a lot of kind of bare skin. Where did this kind of Bambi bears all thing come from? Oh, I like that. That's a, that's a hashtag in the making that. Bambi that bears. is a hashtag in the making. Although it, it sounds like it could be something a bit <laughs> um where did it come you know what this sounds really lame but I didn't start it because I didn't sort of do this because I thought it was popular or because it was becoming trendy because I don't even think it was that trendy when I kind of started it it was just more like I just grew I mean I was I used to be a real makeup girl like I was the girl who had her uh, compact out in class and I'd always get told off like I was <laughs> you know what a lot of that came down to insecurity so yeah. when I got a bit older and I got more secure um in who I was I felt like I didn't need to wear as much makeup and then and then it just kind of just carried on like that from there um and then I I was kind of like um an antithesis to what was going on at the time on Instagram it was a lot of the Kardashian culture of the um, the contour and all that sort of stuff. I love the Kardashians. Editing photos and <laughs> um, I love the Kardashians yeah. also. Um, <laughs> but there was a lot of that sort of beauty. Beauty seemed to be quite, um, it was all about masking. And I, I guess I was something quite different, but I didn't really realise that at the time. And then now there's a lot of, we're seeing it a lot more mainstream that there is a lot more kind of no makeup, makeup and uh, real skin. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just, liked it <laughs> yeah I think um I think you're right in masking um and I think yeah just going back to the history of beauty like it was you know it was beauty was born from people just wanting to like a bit like you said when you went to Dubai like feeling a bit better about themselves when they went out putting a bit of a red lip on nothing else and yeah. just going out on a Friday night with your yeah. husband or whatever and then it did get to a space where it was we were masking like the amount of makeup that yeah we used to wear as teenagers or whatever yeah um, and then it's really nice to see it kind of come full circle and and be a bit bearer and yes showing real skin like um yeah it's it's really important I guess do you get a lot of questions from your community about do you have any questions about like confidence or people asking about like how to be confident in their own skin 
You know what? I don't. I get a lot of questions about uh, more. I get more technical questions. So like, yeah. you know, what what shall I be using and what does what's your favorite beginner's retinol and things like that? But I don't I don't tend to get those kind of questions, actually. Interestingly, no. Um, yeah. uh, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So they ask you more about, yeah, what to use and when to yeah, use it. And I think people just like answers that are very people want a really binary answer these days and they want like what can I use what's going to get rid of this uh could you recommend me a that's that's the sort of culture it is for me and my dms um although I have a lot of um my followers that I do talk to regularly and more conversationally which is lovely yeah that's nice I think it's um yeah social's definitely becoming a lot more transparent isn't it and accessible I mean it's it's pretty much always been accessible but it's nice to Mm. that that it's a community isn't it do you feel that yours is just a yeah just a big community of of friends yes I do I feel like they're my internet friends because I don't really have (laughs) any I have a few friends but not really people I see very often so I do feel like the um Bambi has made me feel like I have it was gave me what I was missing in my life um a sense of talking to girls every day um and just yeah I'm very very lucky to have these women who make me like I have smile to myself on my phone every day because people are so nice to me um I've lucky luckily not have had much bad um negativity or anything like that yeah that's really nice and it's nice that um you've got a space that is positive and empowering um mm-hmm. as opposed to the opposite I really hope we're coming out of that kind of trolling phase because a few years back it was quite yeah. rife wasn't it I think I also I also I talk with a lot of people who get who have trolling and stuff and I always say to them you know it's the more successful you are the more you're gonna have like that's it's because yeah. you're successful that is it that's the common thread between all these women who get trolled um uh, and it's because they've got more visibility so they're more in the mainstream media and um yeah it's but I do think not you reap what you sow but I do think like if you cultivate a culture where you don't get involved in business people's other people's business I don't chime in on what's what's like gossipy at the time I don't I never yeah. I stay in my own lane and I think that's something that I'm really proud of and is really important to me to not I mean it would be boring if the whole of the internet was like that you know I love some people who are just make me laugh and are a bit more gossipy you, you it's love it's like it's light-hearted but I have chosen to completely detach from any yeah. negativity of any form um I just don't talk about anything bad on the internet. Yeah, and I think that's, um, you know, it's visible and it's kind of women empowering women, isn't it? And I think, you know, it's, it's definitely needed. And I think it's, uh, yeah, it's good to see. Um, in terms of kind of social circle, you said you don't have like a huge social circle. Um, talk a bit about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say it's kind of like... A sort of a choice but sort of not I would say it's not because I haven't had the option to have lots of friends and maintain friendships but I'm very a very introverted person and um, I do struggle I do struggle with making I think sometimes people think they want to be my friend but then maybe don't actually I don't know I just think people I also 
I also struggle with the idea of people getting to know me and then going off me. So I kind of quite like to pe- get people at arm's length. So they just have the idea of me, but they don't know who I really am, which is actually very awkward and uncool and all these things that they probably don't think I am and then I if I keep them at arm's length then they won't know who I really am and then they won't get disappointed it's a therapy session (laughs) it is a therapy session honestly every conversation I have turns into a bloody therapy session um but um no that's do you know what I find very very fascinating I've worked with a lot of influencers just through work and a hell of a lot of influencers or people who have platforms tend to be quite introvert um and quite um yeah have not be bothered about I mean I'm the same I I have a handful of friends but I have bloody good friends that know me very well and I've you know met met them along the way but um yeah I think it's yeah it's super interesting that do you ever feel exposed putting things on Mm, what on the internet yeah um I'm just trying to get into your mind of being an introvert yet having yes I see what you mean and I guess that's only Bambi is only one side no I don't think it's confusing I think it's interesting um but Bambi is obviously just one side of L and so um I I see what you mean but I think that almost it's a kind of uh it's a like a vehicle for me to actually feel connected to people and I think everyone wants to feel it's like a human physical need to feel connection and because I don't have a partner and I don't have many friends I feel like um Bambi is like a a way to feel very connected to a lot of people around the world and I like to show myself albeit I do it very sparingly and um I'm not on on stories every day and not like kind of giving a diatribe of my my day-to-day life but I do enjoy sharing a few little vulnerabilities because I feel very I feel like that's when you get feel connected to people um yeah and like you said I do choose what I expose and I've learned to kind of have a few boundaries but you know I'm quite I'm quite an open book considering I'm also very introverted yeah that's uh that's really interesting I've never thought about it like that but it's just I just find this conversation fascinating but um (laughs) but yeah it's um yeah so the final question that I ask everyone on the show is um what is your version of beauty um I feel like my version of beauty would be when I feel most free um that sounds very like oh when I feel free (laughs) (laughs) what I mean by that is when I have ever felt insecure or unconfident or very not beautiful I've always felt very like inhibited like I couldn't really act and behave the way I want to couldn't like laugh couldn't a joke couldn't expose my personality but when I feel truly beautiful um that confidence makes me feel like I can only describe it as like a feeling of freedom you feel free enough to be yourself when you feel beautiful and um yeah when I feel beautiful I feel I feel a lot freer really nice (laughs) 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 I'm so Um, what I don't know what the word is <laughs> We're so goofy, but um no, thank you honestly so much. This has been such a great chat and so many insights that I hope one the audience can relate to but also take away from. Um and just feel empowered that you know 
you can just do you and it's and it's okay so thank exactly. you exactly exactly that's that's what I would love for someone to feel that so yeah thank you for thank having you. me <laughs> no, thanks hey it's Danny Pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you like this episode, hit subscribe and leave us a review. 